Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, manly widower fathers who use fishing wire to cut their hair, grateful company presidents with honorable intentions, random product placement used as blunt objects of destruction, the intricate nature of sharpening pencils, and corporate business intrigue. Listener discretion is advised. So 267, GSK, Great Salaryman Kintaro. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, some podcasts and varying reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. It's your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful and amazing podcast, and we are on another week. Hope your weekend was great. Mine was pretty relaxing pretty good i got to see game night and that movie was completely freaking insane it was a lot of fun it was really weird but if you ever do go play board games and you have a game night with your friends you can kind of relate with this really bizarre situation of trying to make something really fun and really weird and really crazy and also having those people that join your game night that you really hate but you really want them not to be part of the group but you don't want to exclude them it's that whole thing but i'm digressing and getting on a major tangent uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Sparkin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. Every episode, I and my co-host, if I do have a co-host, will talk about one or two manga titles. We'll tell you how the characters are, the art design is, the plot is, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. We try to be informative, impartial, and entertaining as possible, even though sometimes if it's a really bad manga or a really weird manga, we kind of get a little biased, but... I do digress. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. Also, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, the PSN Network, Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, the Apple Music Store, Player.fm, and several other podcast catchers. And if you want to follow us on any of those, that would be really appreciated. Also, if you have any comments or concerns, you can also email me at zan, that's X-A-N, at S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N dot com. So Xanitspyrokin.com. 
Before I forget, I'd like to thank you guys for sticking with me for so long. And don't worry, we have more content coming out. We're going to have some more voices, more guest stars, and especially we have episode 300 coming up. So we're going to have a blast with that. I've got a bunch of really cool stuff lined up for that episode. Also, I've got a bunch of freebies I'm going to be giving away at new cons that are happening. So Anime Next, Anime Boston, and Otakon, Anime NYC, and some other cons. If you come check me out at them, I have a bunch of free stuff to give away. Now, with that in mind, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the review of the episode. So, if you remember last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated on to me that I'd be reviewing a manga, which is pretty different than what we're used to. It's definitely a Senen manga, but it's a little unusual. This manga was written by Hiroshi Motomiya, and it was posted by Shuisha in Weekly Young Jump from 94 to 2002, there's 30 volumes, but here's the crazy part. Every 10 volumes, they change the title of the manga. Eventually, there was a spin-off series, and well, another spin-off series. It happened in 2009, and it's still coming out to this day. And it's just a kind of weird sequel, prequel to this really weird series. And it originally came out, like I said, 94 to 2002. There's 30 volumes. There's been an adaptation by Takeshi Miike that came out in 99. There's an anime series which has 20 episodes, and there is a live-action drama series that has 44 episodes and a TV special. And this manga is one of those one which is so bizarre, you'd be like, how is this a thing? But then you read it, you're like, how is this not a thing over here in the U.S.? I'm totally compelled by this. And what am I talking about? I am talking about Salaryman Kintaro. I know. It's a manga about being a salaryman. And like I said, it ends up every 10 chapters, they keep upgrading. First he's salaryman. Then he's director uh, Kintaro. Then he's corporate head Kintaro. Then he's president Kintaro. And he's just you see him actually advancing in the ranks in this series. So it's kind of cool. The story of this manga follows Yujima Kintaro. This high school dropout who instead of going to class, he ended up joining a Bozoku gang. Specifically, they're called the... Hashu League, and he was the leader of this group of 100,000 men who was this majorly awesome gang that kicked ass all through Kanto. He eventually calmed himself down and he got married to this very nice woman named Akima, who he loved to, with all of his heart and all of his soul, and she gave him a son, Ryuta. Unfortunately, when she gave birth to Ryuta, she passed away. And so he is now a man who is a fisherman. He's no longer a bozo, bozozoku. He's no longer a biker punk. He's a fisherman. And he's raising his son. And one day he's there. He's doing his fishing things. He sees a boat that's kind of out of the way. And it's not moving. So as opposed to calling the local police to get someone to set a boat out there. This man, Ujima jumps into the water and swims for seven hours to get to this boat to save this man. Turns out the guy who he saved is the director of a major corporation. He's a, the chairman of Yamoto Construction. And he was saved by Kintaro. And he thanks this young man for doing this. I mean, he didn't have to do this. He could have just got someone else to do it, get the local swim team to help him out. No, this man was a man who's so like, you know what? I'll help you out, kid. I'll give you a job in my company. You'll start in my construction division, and that's what we'll do. You'll work for me. It'll be a way for me to pay you back. So, Kintaro 
packs up his son, he gets on a boat, and he goes to Tokyo to join Yamato Construction. And right when the manga begins, you have a sour man who's being harassed by a bunch of biker punks, and who shows up? Kintaro, with his baby strapped on his neck like a cape, and he proceeds to beat the shit out of all these biker punks. And at one point, they punch him, he just shakes it off, and he grabs a huge pallet full of Kieran beer. And you see it says Kieran beer to bash these guys over the head. And he saves these because you cannot rue with a salary man. You don't understand the strength of a salary man. Eventually a cop shows up and says, what the hell are you guys doing? That's the leader of the Hoshu League. You don't fuck with him. It turns out that the cop is a friend of Kentaro and he ends up picking this guy up and they ends up going away. Next day he meets the guy he saved, this really nice gentleman named uh, Yusuke Kurokawa and he ends up going to his the same job. He's like, "Uh, you seem really nice. Thank you for saving my butt yesterday. So, where are you going?" "Oh, I got it's my first day at my new job. Oh, you work at a company? Yeah, I'm a salary man now." That's really cool. Then walk in the same building. He's like, "Oh shit, you're at the same company as me. What the hell is this crap about?" So, Kintaro, this guy who is not fit to be a salary man, ends up working in this company in the lower level. And the first thing I do for this guy, who is strong and powerful, we're going to have you at the bottom floor sharpening pencils. That's what he does. And also, cut your hair, beatnik. And he doesn't do anything. He ends up sharpening pencils with a knife, and they are the greatest pencils ever. And he catches the attention of Yusaku Kurakawa, a director who is about to retire. And he sees this guy who has no fear in his whatsoever he's willing to stand with him in an elevator when everyone else is afraid to be in the elevator with him and just from man to man he respects Kintaro but he does look down upon him for having long hippie hair so what does Kintaro do Kintaro takes some fishing line he has wraps around his head and proceeds to cut off his hair so he has a regular haircut awesomely just like really badass because you do not look down upon salarymen and this is this whole manga is about this guy who definitely should not be in his job, but he is. This is essentially great teacher Onizuka if Onizuka was not a pervert and he wanted to become a salary man. That's what this is, and it is astounding and amazing. And there is a lot of corporate intrigue because you have a lot of power plays between the chairman and several board of directors of them trying to screw over the little man and trying to cause all these problems and Kintaro is caught up in the middle of these and like Onizuka he uses his street smarts and his just manly super strong nature to kick ass and also he's taking care of his son as well his son his baby son he he has his neighbor taking care of him because he ends up saving the life of this next door neighbor who is actually the guy that we met earlier the one he saved who works at the same company as him ends up there, live in the same building, and he becomes friends with them, and he actually teaches his son a lesson, because his son is being rude to him. So Kitaro talks to him very scarily, and just kind of puts him in his place. Says, you know what, your dad's working hard for you, shut the fuck up, do what he says, be a good guy, don't be a punk. And the kid actually, like, respects Kitaro, and ends up respecting his dad, so, so his wife ends up watching Ryuta. And it's him being just a manly man, and being an alpha in this group of salarymen and eventually he's getting the attention of all of these people in the office who are kind of interested in him there's one girl who went to school with him that she's had a crush on him for years you have this 
other classmate who ends up this very high classy lady who has an affair with a politician, but she ends up falling in love with Kintaro because Kintaro is, like I said, he's a manly man. He's not a a vegetarian, as they say, vegetarian salary man who doesn't do anything. He's just he's a strong guy who shouldn't be doing this, but he's doing it because his heart is in the right place. He's strong. The art style is antiquated. I'm not going to lie. It's old school because this was made in 94 and it's very hand-drawn. Some of the scenes are very jarring when you look at it in manga form. Also, getting hold of this manga is a little bit of a pain in the ass because originally it was actually released on Facebook's Comic Friends app. However, the Comic Friends app said they're no longer working in the United States so you can't really find it. Through some means, I was able to find the original Japanese volume. So I bought volumes 1, 2, and 3 and then... Four, it's an addictive series. I'm not going to freaking lie. It's really addictive. And me using Google Translate was helping a lot. And it's just crazy seeing this. This salary man becoming the president. Then he ends up becoming uh, working for a foreign bank. And it's just so compelling and intriguing. Because I never thought I would be into the concepts of a salary man. It doesn't sound intriguing. It's like dealing with actuaries and finances. And filling out paperwork. And dealing with who did what with the accounting department and switching apartment heads and making sure that this memo gets to this memo. It doesn't sound interesting. But Salaryman Kintaro makes it interesting and compelling and really cool. It's this weird dynamic, I have to admit. The art style does bring it down a little bit, though, even though it is pretty elegant how some of these scenes look, especially the product placement. Like I said, they use all real products in here. And when you see them, they use the actual logos drawn by hand, and they look really authentic and I've got to give it a plus for that even though it is a little old school but still with that in mind because I am geeking about this so much I'm going to have to give Salaryman Kintaro our highest rating which is really 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 fucking cool if you do not read this now your brain will freeze your eyes will swap and your soul before to the great Zoma Gustar you could find this don't worry there are ways to find it it's kind of difficult but you can find it do like I did go to Kinokuya buy a bunch of volumes and just use Google Translate if you have to uh, the anime series is available. You could get it online through Amazon, or you could just kind of maybe stumble upon it through some video site where you could look it up online, maybe. I don't know what you talk about, but I'd really recommend the series. It is really good, especially because of all the characters are very multifaceted. Like I said, Kintaro's wife, his first wife, Akimi, she's this lady who he loves with all his heart, and you feel for him when he loses her, when you... When it flashes back to him losing her. Also, she was a blind lady. And that's really progressive for a series, you know? I felt that was a really nice touch to make this character so much more of just... He's not a biker bum. He's like... I love Akichi Onizuka from GTO. But he's a pervert and he's unintelligent, but he, he knows street smarts. This guy is a more mature Akichi whose heart is in the right place. I, I keep saying that, but he's he thinks with his heart. And it works. So with that in mind, uh, I think that's it for this for that review. Let's call it dead. And remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. And you can email me personally at zanspirekin.com. Or you can tweet me at Spirekin. And follow me on Instagram at Spirekin. Just type in Spirekin and you're guaranteed to find me one way or the other. So with that in mind, let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Except no substitutes. And what is the Wheel of Manga? 
The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And whatever number it lands on, that's us review the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 268. We're almost there, folks. We're getting there. We're going to hit it. Don't worry. But let's spin it see what we're going to review. Number six. Cool. So, in the next episode, I'm reviewing a vertical comics manga. That's cool. This one is called A Girl on the Shore. The Girl on the Shore. Sounds oddly familiar. I'll look it up and see. I think I have it here somewhere. We're going to review it, check it out, and I'll let you know how it is in the next episode, which is going to be released on Wednesday. So, I'll talk to you guys next time. This is Ozan saying... Well, I'm Gonsville, and I will catch you guys next time. See ya!